nothing. I didn't mean for you to start it. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Marty hit the button prematurely. Or maybe it was just in time. Um, Do you know that guy? Just in time? Um, no. No, I oh, don't. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Alright, well, um... I'm ready. What the, heck is that? what the heck was that noise? Yeah, that. It's oh, my okay. I've, I've airport uh, container. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you ready to get the party started? Sure. Um, let me just see. Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right. Here we go. Here we go. everybody and welcome to another episode of two nerds maybe more my name is michael and with me as always is marty and we definitely started this exactly how we intended to right on time not early nor late we arrived at this podcast precisely when we meant to just like gandalf that's right hero hero of the free folk (laughs) (laughs) how you doing today i'm doing pretty well doing pretty well um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's been some some weird weeks where it's just oh hey Kitty, Kitty's also here. It's also <laughs> fine. Um, no, it's just been some weird weeks for me. I think because they've just been filled up with stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's basically just you know work, do uh, eat, uh, game a little bit, do some stuff, sleep, repeat. Um, so yeah, the same. We, we, we might get into some of it. Some of the reason in a little bit uh, why it's been like that. Yeah, it's been the same over here. Uh, mainly just because it's that time of year, right? Where yeah. there's just it seems like there's just stuff going on at, at every point in turn, yeah. um, big or small. And I, I've kind of been feeling it as well. Although I just I kind of got sidetracked by something else, which we'll talk to as well talk about as well. But okay. I got sidetracked, and it completely just like. It's thrown everything off because I just got sucked into it, and it's annoying, but fun. Good. All Good. right, so let's uh, let's start off with uh, what we kind of been watching because I see one thing on there that I'm actually really interested in, but I have not seen it yet. Okay. Side. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm at a point right now. Where I'm a little bit, you know, I don't feel like that's too much on either Netflix or Disney Plus that I actually want to watch. Well, there is stuff that I want to watch, but not something that you know I'm in the mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, for watching at the moment, so I actually haven't watched that much. But something I have watched and something I have been doing is that I've been going out of my house. I know, crazy, right? Went to the cinema oh. and uh, watched the movie. And that movie would be The Eternals. Woo! That big um. This is like the uh, it's like the giant metaverse type deal of in the Marvel cinematic world, right? Like uh, it's almost like yes. a, like a step above our realm of knowledge like we thought thor and all that was like the top of it but this is like above that right i, I guess you can you can definitely say that yes um mm. because apparently there has been some superheroes uh, hiding on our planet for mm-hmm. many 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 years i think it's over seven thousand years 
Um, and uh, yeah, I, I actually don't know how much I can say without spoiling stuff, so I think I'll I just won't um, don't I won't go too much into the plot. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I've I really really enjoyed this. I, I know that it got bombed, uh, review bombed before it was even out because you know it had a lot of diverse characters and people oh is apparently not happy about that stuff which i absolutely don't get because all the characters are so amazing the marty def- it's a well-known fact okay <laughs> that if all of your characters don't fit one demographic then the movie's horrible yeah it, yeah. I had I had some horrible horrible hours in the movies watching watching this. But <laughs> luckily, the candy I had selected was really good. Uh, no, I I absolutely all red colored M and M's. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I really really I loved I loved it. I thought it was really cool. Uh, I uh, there's even like a deaf deaf uh, superhero in there as well, which I, I thought was cool. Not because I'm deaf, but you know. <laughs> I think it's cool that people have people, someone to look up to. Um, so that's that's one for you, deaf people. You probably won't listen to this podcast anyway. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, get that transcript writing. <laughs> yeah, and obviously it has you know that Marvel humor in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but but oh, I really really enjoyed it and and uh, was a little little bit surprised by where the where the plot was was been taken and I, I think it had a little bit of everything and if, if you like these those movies that that goes a little bit above you know just like Guardians of the Galaxy was also sort of like is this going to be good I mean is it awesome to go out of space and mm-hmm. you know and and it it, it what totally was and I feel like this this is as well and it definitely sets up um, you know more Eternals movies but it also probably that that could be some adventure stuff in there. That could even mm. be some X Men stuff in there potentially. Um, so, yeah, I, I really really enjoyed it. And all uh, and yeah, all those people review bombing it. I don't know what the hell you're doing. You need to <laughs> um, get a life. So so I have heard that this movie is a great movie for people that maybe you haven't seen any of the Marvel movies, and you just are like, I want to watch them, but I don't want to jump in because there's like, I feel like I have to watch a million movies before I get to that one. I've mm-hmm. heard that this is a great standalone movie. Like, you can just it jump is. in and you don't have to worry about, like, I missed the end credit scene in Avengers, so I don't know <laughs> what's going on now. Yeah. No, no, you can totally just jump in and watch this. Obviously, there is a few mentions here and there, but it's mm-hmm. nothing that, you know, uh, takes away from the story. It's just, you know... Because it's in the same world, you know, yeah. mentions are, are going to happen. So, um, but yeah, no, I totally agree uh, with those people saying that that it's a good place to just jump in, just watch a good movie, just you know, want to go to the movies, yeah. have some popcorn. This one is entertaining. Now, I think that I've also heard, if I'm correct in this, that um, Thanos is an Eternal, right? Like, does it mention that at all? Like, I think Thanos oh, is I considered actually, an Eternal. I actually don't know. It might be something worth that. looking up, but I think I remember hearing somewhere that Thanos is considered an Eternal, and I was just wondering if this movie kind of touched on that, because since it is the Eternals, it would be interesting to see what they thought of one of their own um, doing the things that he was doing, so... Mm. Oh, hello, kitty. Yes, there. Um, the kitty in the background has decided to start making noise because she is climbing on the shelves, of course, as we podcast. Um, I just hope that she is not going to jump on top of the top part. <laughs> oh, he's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Actually, I don't know if Thanos is also uh, an Eternal, but um, uh, it's so difficult not to spoil stuff. Um, there, there is an end credit scene that is quite funny, uh, but 
Okay. Which, which is related to Themis. Okay, but, okay. But not in the way that you think. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, I'll jump into the next thing that I've been watching, um, which and is... I'm, I... I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, about what you think about this, because it's one of the things that I, I, I might add to my to, to watch list. Um, I'm just going to say, add it to your watch list. And I've only watched the first episode. Um, mm. But I've watched the first episode of Arcane, which is done by Riot Games, uh, which this is a League of Legends inspired anime style thing. Um, and holy moly, that first episode like really grabbed me in. I don't play League of Legends. I've delved into it every now and then, but never something super serious. And I don't know much of the characters or anything like that. So I don't know if any of these characters are like from the game or which ones are. Um, I'm sure the people who play the game will probably get a little bit more out of this. But as somebody who knows nothing about the lore, I was intrigued immediately. Like what the world that they built right here looks amazing. The characters are great. I haven't found one that was just like, eh, that one didn't hit the mark. Like, no, there's... There's a lot of great characters here. Um, mm. There's an amazing story plot that's going on so far that I'm very interested in seeing further. Um, Selena came out a little bit and sat in a chair while I had almost the end of it going on, and she pretty much didn't look away until the episode was over. Mm-hmm. Um, the animation is great. So back when we did the Blue Recluse podcast, which was a Blizzard-themed podcast back in the day, we had constantly talked about the idea of them doing like their own anime or mm-hmm. their own TV series because of their production quality. And this is probably like what we would have expected from something like that came to fruition. Okay. Like It's great so far. I'm really enjoying it, and I'm probably going to watch some more today. So check out Arcane. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix exclusive. So definitely check it out. It's it's great. I'm really enjoying it. Awesome. Awesome. Um, actually, there's something that I've been watching as well that's not on the list um, that I just quickly want to just jump into and not talk too much about, but uh, <laughs> Critical Role uh, Campaign oh, yeah. 3 just, just started. Uh I don't know. Did we talk about that last time at all? Um, I don't. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or if we just mm-hmm. kind of chatted about it separately. It's hard no, to keep sure. the two separate sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. I, I, because there is a new campaign, I was like, I actually want to follow it, you know, in real time and actually mm-hmm. try and keep up because you know, be, it, it's sort of you know, it doesn't feel good to be a hundred episodes behind when each episode is four hours long. Um, so. Uh, so yeah, so I actually did that and really been in, in, enjoying it. Um, but in the meantime, uh, since I started watching these types of shows, I've been watching some Dimension Twenty as well, mm-hmm. um, which uh, also has some shows that is not based on Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and I have to say that you know when they're doing the role play playing part of, of the show. Uh, it's really, really entertaining. It's really, really good. When they get into combat, it gets a little bit boring and tedious to look at mm. um, because there's a lot of dice rolls and you know just them being in combat mode. Mm-hmm. Um, where some of the shows I've seen on, on Dimension Twenty have play, plays some different systems where where sure there is combat, but it's it's not as heavy and not as, uh, don't have as many rules. So combat is a little bit more light on the light side, um, and 
you know, as I said, the role-playing part is so great, but mm. everything just slows down, especially when you have, you know, two two hours just combat. <laughs> um, then it it gets a little bit, you know. So, one one of the days where I was watching and I actually fell asleep during the combat and woke up and combat was still going on and then you know <laughs> didn't really didn't really miss anything. I mean they had probably killed a few monsters and that that was it. Um, so you know that's just you know I think that that's the you know the downside about these these types of show is that mm-hmm. combat can is, can just be really really boring to watch. Um. So I I don't mind that so much. Uh, for me, it's simply the timer that's on the screen um, that mm. tells me you have three hours and thirty minutes left after I feel <laughs> like I've been there for a while. Um, but I actually don't mind it because I know when we play, sometimes people are like, "Oh, like combat takes forever." So it's mm. good to know that it's not just us; it's everybody. <laughs> it's just part it of the is. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but yeah, but anyway, I'm really enjoying the new characters and things like that. And some of the characters uh, uh, is actually the same ones from the small they did after campaign two. They did like a, a an eight episode show as well, um, just a little to look into to the world that they're in. Um, and some of those characters are the same. So I actually went back and mm-hmm. and finished that because I still lacked a few episodes of that. So I just went back to just watch them just to be not that you need to watch it to see the new campaign, but just I just wanted to be up to date and I was almost done anyway. So I was like, let's just watch it. So, okay. um, so yeah, I've been watching that as well. So um, I guess your next one is a game. It is. Is your so next one a game? No, it's not. So before okay. we before we go to the game, uh, we're talking a lot about you know watching content or playing content. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, sure, this podcast we create content, but this month I'm actually been doing something else. I've been participating in the Nano Remo, uh, which is I don't know. Do you know what it is, Mike? So I only know what it is because I think you brought it up earlier in the week, and I was like, "What the heck is that?" Mm. So it's basically uh, it's something you can do any 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 time you want to, but uh, every November uh, is when this is running, where you have to write a short story, a novel, a small novel, uh, fifty thousand words in a month. Um, so uh, me and Amanda from Geek Caring uh, decided to to both do this uh, and then be nano remote bodies to you know keep each other. Uh, up to date, talk to each other, and be like, "Where are you at?" And you know, just just be like, you know, having having that other someone who who's checking in on you to make sure that you actually write uh, the amount of words that you need to write. And so far, um, with to, today is an exception, um, but so far I actually managed to write all the words that you know you in in average you re, uh, t- should write every day so okay. so i just i still need to write today I haven't done it yet um so but no so this is i participated in this before never finished never gotten to the 50,000 words but this time i'm all you know tomorrow i would be halfway through um if if i just you know can get my words in today um so yeah so pretty good fun it's it's a small fantasy thing based in a world, in a world that I had have in my mind, um, so so yeah, it's pretty. Is Grenard the hero? Uh, no, he he's not not in this one. Uh, it's a little bit different than Dungeons and Dragons. The the, the orcs in this one is not the good guys. Cannot be the good guys. Not yet, at least. See, that's where you're wrong. Okay, because well, Grenard is everyone's hero. Yeah, well. <laughs> 
I mean, maybe if we go, you know, a few hundred years down the line, uh, because this is sort of like this is sort of like the origin story of my world, of the okay. world itself. But but how magic uh, became a, a thing and how mm-hmm. uh, the orcs were came to the world. Uh, it already has elves, humans, and dwarves uh, mm-hmm. in it. Um, so, but yeah. It, it, Crazy thing is that this is, you know, probably an idea that's been spinning around in my head for 15 years. So oh. it's pretty, pretty fun to actually get it out. And, and I also did realize that that there were, while writing, I real, realized that there were a few things that I actually didn't, hadn't thought about. That was so, so it was pretty good fun just to try and get it out and get it out on paper finally. Nice. Awesome stuff. Um, I will not go to the game quite yet. Because I'm doing a visual observation here, and you are wearing a Spirit Box shirt, and I, I was wondering if you've listened to the album, yeah. um, Eternal Blue. I have. Um, because I listened to it too, like, right? Um, I don't know how I came across this band. Maybe you showed them to me I, or something. I told you about it at some point, yeah. because they I'm, have, like, a lot of the music videos is uh, a horror-themed, <clears throat> so that's why I sent them your direction. Yeah, and it was like right up my alley in terms of like musical stylings, and I really enjoyed the new album too. So I just uh, wanted to throw that out there that if anyone is into um, like rock, metal ish, um, this is a female uh, lead singer, but they have a lot going on in terms of their sound. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and I, I really like it. So if anyone's out there, you use Spotify, go check out Eternal Blue, um, it's their newest album, and it's great. Yes. Yep. 17 right. minutes in, roughly. Have you been actually been gaming at all, Mike? I have. Um, I've been gaming more than what I put on here. Um, I guess I'll start with something light before I get into the heavy. Um, Tom and I, because Tom has still been on American time until about uh, Thursday when he flew back to Ireland. Um, we've been continuing our 2K21 uh, PGA Tour. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've Golfing. been playing a few games together. Every now and then we'll, we'll play a hole tonight or something. and uh, Not a hole, but a whole round. Um, and we're dead even right now. We've tied twice. We're like, we finished at the same score. And he's beaten me once, and I've beaten him once. So it's been really fun to just kind of log on and play these games with him. And we started discovering that there are community-made golf courses... And we might go down that rabbit hole, and these ones might be the drivers that split the uh, the score up. Because I tend to have a very good back half, and he tends to have a very good first half, and then it just kind of evens out. Mm. I've been struggling really hard with not playing while he's not available. Because sometimes <laughs> I just want to like go and play, but yeah. I've... So I've been semi-committed to not playing when he's not playing, just so that none of us gets an advantage. But last night I was very close to breaking that. <laughs> Didn't quite yet, but I'm I'm have a feeling that I might have to send him a text sometime soon, apologizing that while he was away I couldn't control myself and I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, well it happens. All right. Other than that, um. I actually loaded up Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. on the PlayStation 4. I was looking for it, I think, a couple weekends ago, and I couldn't find it. I thought that I had the PS4 version, and I couldn't find it. I knew that I had the PS3 1.5 remake and the uh, 2.5 remake and all that stuff. So I was, I was like, I guess I can't play it because I don't want to hook up the PS3. 
the PS4 version was in the other room because I'm a connoisseur of Kingdom Hearts stuff, and for some reason I have the same game in three different forms. <laughs> um, and every time I've sat down to play, I've played at least an hour and a half to two hours um, this week. So it kind of took up a bunch of my time because I'm like eight hours or so into the game, six hours now, so something around six to eight hours, which means that that's been three to four days that I've been playing this game. And I love the Kingdom Hearts series. Like, it's not perfect by any means. Like, the dialogue can be cheesy. The first game movement and camera are an issue, and combat can sometimes be a bit bleh. But it's a game that came out when I was younger, and I played it then, and it has stuck with me. And the fact that I can still go back and play it, at least to me, means that, hey, it did something right. And I enjoy mm. it for all of its flaws and everything that goes along with it. It's convoluted story. I love it. I intend to go through all the games again. All the main games, which is uh, Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, and 3. But that's what I've been playing, other than the usual log in the SWOTOR uh, every day to get my dailies and take care of some stuff. Other than that, that's, that's mm. pretty much been it, other than the main game that we were supposed to play. Awesome. Yeah, I, I'm hooked again. I'm hooked on World of Warcraft again, uh, like, full <laughs> on. Um, I got into a, a, a new guild, a Danish guild, and, and it was actually just... They're, they're a bunch of nice people, mm-hmm. and they don't have a fixed Mythic Plus team. So hey. it's basically just hey, hanging around Discord in the evenings and... Uh, Anyone and was, available. <laughs> yes, and, and most of the time there is. Um, I mean, I've mainly been doing full guild, uh, guild groups or at least four people um so we just had to park the last one and it's been it's been so much fun it's been really good fun and raiding is going really well we have two bosses left um in the pro- progression um i'm just i'm really feeling it the mm-hmm. news news about the next exp- uh, the patch uh, has just hit this week and yeah you know what I'm, I'm in full-on hype mode when it nice. comes to World of Warcraft, so I'm really, really enjoying my time again, and, and this is exactly what I've been missing the past few few years, I guess. So, yeah, I'm loving it. Nice. Um, I'm kind of along the same lines, but in Sotor, mm. where like I'm really enjoying the game. Um, there is hype coming from our end on that side because there there's a new expansion coming out in December, Legacy of yeah. the Sith, and with it is coming a bunch of changes to core gameplay. Um, with like combat styles and things like that and of course like new story and things along that nature so i'm really excited for what's going on there but i'm still struggling on the guild side because uh, i think we've talked about this but i don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast where i am i have a host of characters all on the eu side Mm. um and i don't want to really switch over to the NAA side i'm happy on the eu side i'm fine right there but i'm essentially looking for a guild on the EU side that is filled with either a bunch of NA players that just happen to be over there, or a bunch of people that play at any times. Mm. Um, I need to reach out in probably the Discord, because I am part of the Swotor Discord, so I do need to reach out um, and just try to figure out what to do there. But on the World mm. of Warcraft front, I'm still, we're on Sylvanas, we were progressing, we got consistently to third phase. Um yes this last week so we're hoping that next week we might down her um and then be be done with that and maybe start achievement runs and stuff so nice yeah cool all right so let's jump into 
our Xbox Game Pass game, which yes. you chose. So I'll Phoenix let you take. Point. I'll let you take point. You you'll let me take Phoenix Point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Phoenix Point. Um, this game is um, an XCOM-like game. Uh, where you send your troops out into combat and then uh, the combat is turn-based. Um, you're fighting against aliens who is doing something to the world. Or maybe it's a, vi- it's a virus in this one. In the next comment, it, it, it's aliens. In this yes. one, it, it's some kind of virus that is mutating Mutated. stuff uh, which then attacks you. Uh, and actually, the developer is one of the original developers on XCOM. Um, who went solo, made his own company, and that's why a lot of people is, have been uh, raving about this uh, game, at least, you know, when it was still Kickstarter and things like that. Um, which is also why I was quite excited for this, to, to jump into it and, and, and see what it is. But then a lot of stuff happens, and the whole they became a part of the whole Epic Store exclusive thing, so that's why I've never really jumped into it. Um, and until now, now that it's on the, the, the Xbox Game Pass. Um, so yeah, so knowing that this was like an original developer from, uh, of XCOM and being a huge XCOM fan, um, obviously for me, the expectations to this one was high um, and probably too high as well when it comes to, <laughs> uh, you know, a, a freshly new uh, development company that, that has to, had to, to pull off this assignment. Um, but uh, but but I, I think I think it looks good. I think mm-hmm. uh, ev- everything you know when when you're in combat, the combat itself runs really smoothly. I, I think one of the jokes is always that there's so many bugs uh, doing combat when you're playing an XCOM game. But because the game is overall so good, then you just let it slide. Where I don't really feel like I've I've seen uh, bugs like that doing combat or anything else in, in this game. Um, but I I don't know. I, I just feel like when it comes to, to story, I don't really feel like there's too much mm-hmm. story that, that uh, is driving me forward. Um, so, so, so yeah, uh, bef- before I get too, I can just rattle off all my dislikes and likes and, and, and I, I will, but if, what, what do you think, Mike, before we, we jump too, too far ahead of ourselves? Um, so I really like like the story idea, you know, like the mutation and things like mm. that. It had a very like Lovecraftian feel initially to me, of like this idea of people going towards the sea, and then when they return, they return as the abominations and things like that. Like I love that type of uh, like storytelling and Lovecraftian horror style. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of like what you touched on as well is that. Um, it just wasn't enough to really get me intrigued in the beginning. Um, and you mentioned XCOM, and I will get to it at the end, but I guess the long and short of it is that there's XCOM. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually thought about it, and, and I think because it's one of those weird things where there's not too many games, at least not too many well known games in the genre besides XCOM uh, that. that, that that jumps to mind um, so you know that that is the game you will be compared to mm-hmm. isn't it especially like if you're a previous developer on said game mm-hmm. and then you create a game that is both visually um, tied to that like if you would have put this in front of me and not told me what it was I would have said like oh this is like is this an XCOM style game mm-hmm. uh, or like XCOM 
A, B, or C, like a different version of it, other than the mainland ti- the mainline title. Yeah. Um, I come from more of a background where I enjoy like the fantasy style, uh, tactics style game, like things like Advance Wars, Final Fantasy Tactics, Ogre Tactics, um, Fire Emblem. Like I played a lot of those games, and then this is more of like a militaristic. Um, you know, people got guns and things like that. Uh, XCOM is the only game that's ever really grabbed me in this style. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I think what I'm missing because I think when you, when we when I played XCOM, that was you know an overall story going on. Sure, you're not you know just a, the, the the small unit in in the, the whole world uh, that needs to go and and you know try and and, and mm-hmm. you know, basically save the world. Um, and I, I don't really feel like. And I don't know if it's me doing something or not doing something that I'm supposed to do, but I don't really feel like that does that push to do, you know, a specific thing. Right now, um, after you play through the tutorial, you just get the whole world map. Now go explore and go do stuff. And all the missions that I'm getting is just, you know, uh, I, I find uh, sites that I can scavenge, and, and that's a, pretty much about it. They did a raid at some point in one of the other factions, and but besides that... I'm I'm lacking something to driving me forward, mm-hmm. something that to, to keep me playing because right now it really just feels repetitive. Um, I'm missing some kind of story beats, uh, checkpoints, quotation mark, uh, something to, to work towards. I'm not really sure what that is right now, and that's also I tried to jump in like before the show just to be like, um, maybe I'm missing something, and and mm-hmm. let's give it just another you know hour before the show, and and I got in there and and. You know, started started the world clock and move forward and explored a little bit and and then I hit another scavenging point. I was like, yeah, no, no, it's fine. I've already done that. Uh, exit the game. Um, I think this is an uninstall for me already. Um, I'm kind of there as well, but mine is mainly due to, like I said, the lack of initial intrigue, but also mm-hmm. just like how it presents its information to you. Mm. is almost like an information dump right away um i have this issue with a lot of games like uh the 4x style games you know like uh stellaris uh, to a lesser extent civilization games like that i sometimes feel like they present you with way too much information and they don't have a good enough way to actually push it to you in a digestible way of practical application where you learn as you go it's Mm. more of like here's everything now go and for some people that works like especially if you're very familiar with this type of genre but for me it doesn't work because i want a little bit slower rollout i want to get used to a before i get into b or even a and b before you throw me into c and i was just hit with a bunch of different things at once and i'm like Mm. It, you can literally sit there and research a bunch of things without doing anything else and then this timer starts to count down on the side of you and it's in red so I'm assuming that it's bad that it's counting down but I'm just like hey if I could research this stuff I'm going to research to put myself in a good position before I move forward yeah. so it was just very unclear how I should be doing the balance yeah. like it's like hey like I, how, how you do this is up to you but I'm like I, okay you should do something to help me out I feel like the tutorial was just a combat tutorial, and then everything else. But after that, that's yeah. just up to you. And I, so I feel like, I mean, it's fine to end the tutorial there if you want to. But then at least then make some, you know, story objectives. Be like, all right, and first off, we need to uh, 
you know, uh, research something, uh, and then we need to send out the soldiers, and then we need to recruit something, and you need to make some diplomacy. You know, if, if it made it part of like a, a storyline in the beginning, uh, because that's what what XCOM is doing, um, then you know you get introduced to all these systems, and then it you know that that jump from all right now you have the full control of the map. What do you want to do? Is way you know lower. Um, so, so yeah, I definitely think like it, it's missing. It, it's missing something um, uh, between that that gap between the tutorial is over and here's the whole world side of yeah, things I, and, and, and some story progression. I don't mind like having that whole world open to you type deal, but most games that do it, they have like a clear marker or something to let you know the difference between. Like, hey, this is the path you take for the main story, so if you ever want to get back on it, you can go ahead and do that, versus, like, here's all the other side stuff. Mm. Um, Like, I'm thinking about the MMOs that we play, like, whether it's, like, a gold exclamation point versus, like, a a silver one or a a lighter color or just um, purple encased in gold or something. So it's Mm. just something that is, like, hey, you can follow this path along the story, or even if you're going to gate the story behind like let's say you have to do certain scavenging missions or something it would be nice to hear the characters talk about some Mm. in-game stuff that's happening that is like like we need to get to this point but we don't have enough materials and we need to research this this uh battering ram before we can get past that wall like that would have been nice because it gives you an indication of what you should be doing in order to get that moving yeah, and, and I, I, I do definitely think that XCOM does stuff like that, where you actually have you know people at your base, uh, a, few, a few key personalities that talk that, that are talking about, oh, this is going on, this is where we want to go, and, and, and things like that. You just don't have that in this one. This one actually feels, not that I'm thinking about it, the game itself feels really flat. Uh, there's a lot of gameplay, uh, but, but not much else, it seems like. Uh, and I think it's all the L... Else is the things yeah. that that I'm that I'm missing. I'm missing some key characters that you know uh, are with us in in this uh, endeavor and will and you know uh, can help us out uh, with with what we need to do. Yeah, it's just um, like my main conclusion is it just comes down to XCOM exists and mm. XCOM two um, has like a ton of community support behind it. So even if you don't want to play the main game, like there are community-made campaigns that could keep you interested for a very long time, and it just has a lot more going for it. And I think that we've said this about a different game in the past. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it's okay to have a game that's not as good as what you're basing it on. Mm. But it needs to have something that pulls you in that doesn't make you say... Well, I'd rather be playing that other one right now because you yeah. can have an okay game. Like I play okay games and I let them stand on their own. Um, but this is one where, um, if I'm looking for a game in this genre, I would definitely turn somewhere else before I turn to this one. I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. Um, I think the overall reception of the game by players was that people were generally a little bit disappointed with it, and you know I, I can see why. I'm a little bit disappointed myself. Um, it definitely has some cool ideas, and you know I will not write off a, a sequel where you know uh, look at some of these issues that this one has and improve on them. I could totally see you know a sequel being really really good, um, but but this one I think I would much rather play XCOM as well. I agree, I agree. Um, 
Yeah, so unfortunately, it just misses the mark by a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it might change down the line. I mean, they could always um, add some DLC, or they can uh, create another uh, Phoenix Point 2 or something like that where they can improve. Um, it's just, there's a shell there. They just need to fill that shell with a little bit more uh, yeah. oomph. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. All I think right. that's it for Phoenix Point, isn't it? I don't, I don't really feel like I have anything yeah. else. The only thing that I didn't check, a very important thing that I never checked about this game, is that can you actually change the name of your soldiers? Because you can in XCOM. I have all my friends in there, and I'm getting them killed. <laughs> and I feel bad about it, and then I reload a save because I don't want to get them killed. Uh, very important part of, of XCOM, uh, to care about your soldiers. I don't, I don't care about my soldiers in this one. But I, because I didn't check if I could actually change the name. Um, you know, I didn't check because normally I don't change the name of my soldiers. <laughs> I just keep them there. I can't stand to see my friends die. Yeah, exactly. I was supposed to care about them so I can play a little bit more defensively. <laughs> Alright, I think that's it for uh, for Phoenix Point. I think so too. We're playing D&D tomorrow, Mike. We are. Um, it is going to be our second standalone adventure. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to jumping back into my character, but in a completely different setting, which is going to be awesome. So I'm pretty excited. I can't wait. Me neither. Me neither. And I'm also a little bit, you know, it's so weird because, you know, I've been doing D&D where I've been coming up with homebrew stuff for like, you know, six months or something like that before we went on a hiatus with the main campaign. Mm-hmm. And this one, the, the, the first one that we did that was our standalone was some was someone else who had written out, you know, a, a small adventure uh, that I adapted to, to, to play with you guys. This one is something I've come up with. Uh, and I'm so like nervous excited but nervous and and stuff about it and i'm so weird about it that i'm feeling this way because i've been doing this for the past six months but <laughs> still uh, i'm a little bit you know do, do feeling a little bit you know the the butterflies with, with this one um but um but yeah no i'm definitely looking forward to it I'm, I'm i'm basing some of the stuff because you know last time we didn't really know what the characters would be like so this mm-hmm. one is definitely taking some of those you know uh, uh character points that came out of, of the first little thing we did and then playing a little bit on, on that um in so we can progress the story in that way so and we also having a, 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 a you know a, a, a new player who's never played D joining us as well um so so yeah so teaching him how to play as well so <laughs> basically a repeat of, of the last one where we also had a new player with us last time yeah, and I mean, it's only like some of their second time playing, even if they're not. So, uh, or our other friend the, is not he's like DMing. super experienced. He's, the like, other he one is DMing, DMing now. Okay. The other one is DMing now. It's been done a few sessions with his friends. So okay, he basically so... joined us last time just to see how you run a game. Um, but but he's really into it now as well. And he's actually the one who was hyping up and talking to, you know, uh, uh, this guy who's joining tomorrow, mm-hmm. who, who's a family member of, of my, my girlfriend and and, uh, and that. Uh, and yeah, so. All right. Well, it should be fun. I hope so. All right. And I think now would be a good time for me to maybe make the announcement of what our next <gasps> game to play is going to be. Ooh. Let's do um, it. It is 
not any of the ones that I had told you about before. Oh, okay. I have switched it up. Um, we've gone a little bit heavy on some of the things, right? Like some of the games that we've played, uh, like we went the Evil Within, Phoenix mm-hmm. Point, like all these downtrodden things. So I'm going to add some color, some okay. spice to it, okay? We are going to be playing Sunset Overdrive. Sunset Overdrive. Yes, I don't know if you've played that one, no. but I believe that it's a game along the lines of like a 3D adventure collectible style game where like the world is open, um, almost like an infamous style. Okay. But it looks like it's a little bit lighter on things. So I've, I wanted to play this a while back when it came out, but at the time I did not have an Xbox. I was a PlayStation guy and it was an Xbox exclusive, but it's on oh, Game it's, Pass. It's even by Insomniac Games. Yes. So it should be a fun time, and that will be the next game that we will play. Awesome. I didn't even know this game existed. Um, but yeah, Insomniac in Games, what have they been doing? They did the Spider-Man one, right? That's right. And Spider-Man was really, really good. Yep, they did both of the Spider-Man, Spider-Man and um, the Miles Morales game. So, mm-hmm. And they're working on the new one. So I think that it should be a fun, fun time. Um, I don't know if we'll finish it. It depends on how much we want to do side quest-wise, probably. But it should yeah. be a good time. I'm looking forward to this. I love, I... <laughs> love myself a little uh, open-world game. It's a 10-hour game, so, tech, so potentially we should be able to finish the story. If, if we... Finish the story, do a little bit of side quests, you know, mm. uh, get a feel for the world. So it should be a fun, fun time. Main story plus extra, 18 hours, completionist 34 and a half. All right. There you go. <laughs> and I do want to prep you because I do... I'm going to throw it out here so that I can hold it accountable on, on, <laughs> so that it exists. I want, when we have like our extended break, because it's probably going to come up eventually here relatively soon, mm-hmm. um, where we take a break for the holiday. Yeah. I want a Final Fantasy game to be there for the holiday break. I think that would be the best time to play it is when we're, okay. we have an extended break. Um, so if you want to look at the ones that are on there and maybe choose one. I Should I choose one? Oh, I'll no. I don't pass know. the ball in your court and we I, can discuss I, it. I know none of them. I played 14 a little bit because it was an MMO. But besides that, I, I don't know. Which is the one that everyone loves? Um, There's a few. It depends on who you talk to. <laughs> okay. Um, So like the ones that are on there... Um, uh, Final Fantasy VIII Remastered probably would not go down your route simply because it's uh, it's still kind of reminiscent of its PlayStation 1 days. Mm. And I know that you're not really a fan of that style. So um, we're looking at probably Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy XII, or Final Fantasy XIII. Um, Final Fantasy X is a PS2 game, but the remaster is really good uh, in terms of like its visuals. You won't be talking about how ugly it is. Um, it was, fun fact, one of the first few games on the PlayStation 2 that had full voice acting. Um, so some of the dialogue is a bit cheesy, but it's still fun. Uh, Final Fantasy twelve is a bit more of a um, MMO light style game. Like, you, start, you see a little bit of MMO style combat in it, um, which I've never beaten that one. And then Final Fantasy thirteen is mixed by people on whether or not they love it or hate it. So, I actually don't mind it too much. I think it's fun. Most of the game is actually on rails, so you don't really have to worry about this wide open world and getting lost until later in the game. 
So, if you want me to pick it, I will pick it. But otherwise, um, think about it. Let me know what you want. And then we'll figure out once we go on our break. (laughs) Awesome. But for now, Sunset Overdrive. Boom. Already installing it. Nice. Yep. All right. Well, do you have anything else for this episode, Marty? No, I think that's it. I think we we got got around quite a few small things. All right. So, um, that'll be it for us. Everybody, thank you all for joining us for another episode. Um, If you would like to chat with us about anything that we talked about this episode, any previous episodes, or just in general, you can check us out on Twitter at Two Nerds Maybe More. You can email the show at Two Nerds Maybe More at gmail.com or check out the website, Two Nerds Maybe More.com, where we have this episode as well as all of our previous episodes as well as a little bit more. Oh, well done. That's right. That's right. I'm ready. All right. (laughs) Thank you all once again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Until then, take care, play some games, watch some stuff, and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.